All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of uh, the Fundamentally Sound Podcast. It's your host, Austin Serrata, and your other host, Back from the Dead. I'm sorry, I got loud. Back from the Dead. Sorry, I missed that. Oh, whoa. Okay. Calm down. Siri over here. No, Nicholas White. Hey, man, listen, I'm back. I'm not, I wasn't in the dead. I was just focused on some other things in life but you know what i mean though hey listen i'm glad to be back back and better better than ever let's get it and uh if y'all we're recording this right after nick just went live uh uh nick has been going live um he went live you went live what monday wednesday today and tomorrow you're going live too sneak that one Uh, nothing can't give it out can't give it out can't can't give it it out surprise all right well, hopefully, you know, uh, if you think about me, if you, if you don't have any other guests, I'd love to be on it. But uh, no, I was telling, I was telling Drew yesterday. Soon we're gonna do the uh, first round mock draft of the NFL. We have to do that. Oh, that's gonna be fun. No, but yeah, without a doubt. Uh, segmenting or segueing into what we're talking about today, we're doing we're reviewing the first NBA mock draft of the season. This is by Jonathan, what is his name? Jonathan Giveny, Giveny, and then Mike Schmitz. Mike Schmitz is a well-known scout in the in the ESPN world, uh, for those who don't know. But um, so anyway, going back to it, no, so he's been going live. I'm still going live. Um, like I said, you know, I'm definitely sure that we're gonna be going live together more than more likely than not. Uh, but be sure to tune into our YouTube channel, the Fundamental Sound Podcast on YouTube. It's nothing too complicated. Follow our socials. Uh, Austin Stroud on Facebook. Nicholas White on uh, on Facebook. Uh, Uncle Nick underscore what? 42, right? Mm. What is it? It's Hoodie Nick. Oh, Hoodie Nick. Hoodie underscore Nick. That's my Twitter handle. I'm yeah, yeah. On Periscope. So we're, we're live on all our socials. Every single, every single week. You know, we're really looking forward to it. But uh, glad to be back here on Spotify today. So we're just going to jump right into it. Number one, Kay Cunningham. Has there really been anybody even relatively close to putting up, you know, better numbers, better performances, and has, like, a case to be number one? No. I mean, if we're being honest, like, he's a 6'8 point guard that literally can get to any spot on the court whenever he wants. The only person that can make a run for him is the actual person that i've said from the jump is jalen green from the g league ignite team he's the only one because of his raw talent but once again we just have to wait and see how that g league bubble goes but i like kate coming kate cunningham at one i won't argue with that at all and yeah you know it's minnesota which um if i believe or if i'm correct i believe the warriors have their first pick i'm almost more than positive the warriors have their first pick yeah, I will actually. Yeah. I just now saw that. Um, let me do some yeah. more research. Mm. Uh, the Timberwolves pick. Look at that. Wow. So the Golden State Warriors have a vested interest uh, in where the Timberwolves finish this season. After all, the Warriors will get Minnesota's first pick in the 2021 draft, reportedly scheduled for November 18th. If the Wolves do not win a top three selection, selection. Oh, oh. So if they don't win a top, so it's top three protected. So if the Wolves tank and are the number one, then they could fall in the lottery. Obviously, they can fall outside of the top three, and then that would go to the the Warriors. Mm, That's crazy. mm, mm, mm. But 
I predict them having the number one, and I think they're going to get it. So they better be crossing their fingers. But anyway, moving down, I definitely agree with the Jalen Green comment. Moving down, Evan Mobley. Now, um, do you know yeah, who that right. is? Yes, I do. I watched him in high school. Uh, he went. He played a lot of games. So he's from the West Coast. Um, oh. But him at USC is it's frightening because he he he's literally a uh, like defensive like animal. Um, and he's seven foot tall, obviously. So that's scary in its own. The, the best thing about him, though, that I like is that he literally is like agile. He's a very agile seven foot, which we're seeing a lot more nowadays. It started with Wiseman last year, like his ability to move as a seven footer while still being lengthy, while still being able to protect the paint and have great offensive skill. That's what me, that's what makes him a top three pick. So I'm not going to argue with it at all. I, I agree with it 100 percent. I, I do as well. Uh, I didn't know him. I didn't see him play, but uh, seven foot averaging 17 points, uh, two assists, nine rebounds, a steal, and three blocks a game. Yeah. Uh, but the scary part, obviously, of him going to USC, they're not going to play anybody tough. That's why I think that he may get hot by Jalen Green, who is at the number three selection right now. Uh, I feel like if – USC doesn't play anybody good if they don't make it to the tournament uh, or something just bad happens to where they get knocked out of the, the Pac-12 tournament early. I feel like you're going to see – you're not going to see very much of Evan Mobley uh, on in the top three at least because I feel like these other players like Jalen Suggs, uh, uh, Jonathan Kuminga, Zaire Williams, if they make it to the tournament, you know, they could really jump up into that top three because they're very, very talented. For sure, for sure. And that you, you hit it right on the nose. Uh, the fact that he's in – the USC program means that like he won't play anybody and they don't have any talent around him. So he's not going far in the tournament that they might or might not have. Right. Um, so that might knock his draft stock, but just off a of pure raw skill talent, he's top three, maybe even top five. Oh yeah. Yeah. Five at that very worst. In my opinion, just sure. looking, just looking at the stats, just looking at everything. Uh, very, I haven't seen any film. I need to see film, but uh, moving on to three, just said it, Jalen green. We touched on it earlier. He could be one, if he comes out and shows out for the Ignite, uh, just quick segment. Do you think that he made the right move of going to the G League? When you look at it from now and you, like, look back at it, he – like, I think all of them look back and, like, I wish I played college. Why? Because, I mean, what – it's February 4th and they are still not playing in that G League bubble. So, looking back on it, like – I'm pretty sure they regret not playing in college because they would have been having live action, five on five, actual playing. That's what they need. They need live right. action, live basketball play. So we'll see. Well, exactly. We'll see. But the thing I like about this G League team is that they are playing against NBA, pretty much NBA talent. I wouldn't say like great talent, but they're playing against NBA right. bodies, NBA. Some, I mean, some even think Dennis Smith Jr. is going down and playing this bubble. So you're talking about pretty good talent down there in the bubble. Um, so that's what I like about the G League Ignite team. Now for Jalen Green, all going to be about his defense. Everybody knows he can attack the rim. He's an elite athlete, athlete that can score at will. But can he play defense with all that athleticism? So that's my biggest question mark. And, well, I think it, I, I definitely agree with you about defense. You know, you don't really go up against anybody good in high school if you're the number one overall recruit in the class. Yep. You're not really going up against anybody good. Uh, I don't care if you go to prep or not. Like, yeah, they're going to be good, but they're not going to be great. So another thing for me is his shooting. You see on his highlight tape all the mm -hmm. time, it's just dunks, 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 steals, blocks, dunks, dunks, dunks. So it's like I'd love to see what he can do on the outside just to kind for of sure. put that cherry on top. 
for sure. Jalen Suggs is our number four. I boy. absolutely that ridiculous. That's why I said that he can easily sneak up to that two spot because Jalen Suggs is so raw. That guy right there, he's six four, point guard, shooting guard. He would obviously be a small two, but I mean, man, he's got the jumper for it. He can attack the rim. He can freaking play defense against the. I'd say he's very limited on defense, just to the point guard position. But other than that, yeah. like, it's tough. It's his engine, like his dog mentality for me. Like that's what really like gets me. Like he literally plays like a Russ type mm-hmm. of like mentality with a shot. So, uh, that right there, exactly with a shot. So that right there should just. And I mean the fact that he's leading at the Zaga team, who's number one in the country, like that right there should as a freshman, that's absolutely unbelievable. So I like Suggs as a top three pick. I think he goes top three. Yeah, I, I really do too. Um, like I said, the only person that I see fall, it's just between him and Evan, um, uh, yep. to be honest, because mm-hmm. the other two yep. are going top three guaranteed, but it's just gonna be who needs what more, you know what I mean. But um, I also don't like him going to Orlando. That's what they they have it projected as because they have Cole Anthony, they have Markel. Why yeah. would you need Jalen? You know, too many, too many. Yeah, Cole and Markel don't play the two, so that's yeah, what's too many mouse. Jonathan Kuminga at five. Uh, we said we touched up on him earlier. Jalen Johnson from Duke didn't expect it. Didn't expect Jalen Johnson to be the star or like the highly touted. I figured it would be Matthew Hurt, who we're going to talk about later, but. Matthew Hurt, my, in my opinion, was going to be the best player on the team, but he's not, and it's definitely Jalen Johnson. I don't know if you've seen any of the, the Duke games this year because they're not good, but yeah, um, he 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 he's he's got a lot of fire to him. He's he's big too. He's six nine two twenty, yep. and he can attack the rim with literally anybody. Uh, the problem with him is his shooting. Um, the, he they need to fix his jump shot, like, and Thanks. that's a problem. Like. The thing about the NBA today is, like, you have to come in with a jump shot unless you're built like Zion. If you're not right. built like Zion, <laughs> yes. you're not going to make it far in the league, bro. Like, you've got to be able to have a jump shot. So, to me, that's his biggest question mark. So, um, I I think he drops below. I think oh. he goes nine. Yeah, thank you. Okay, I'm glad we can agree on that. If you're not – and you really hit on it. If you're not uh, – <laughs> if you're really not 6'9", 220 built like a tank and your forehead's hitting the top of the backboard like you have to have a jumper have to have to have um, to bro Keon Johnson I don't know much about the kid from Tennessee I don't know if you do um but he's very young very raw uh, I've seen a couple clips on Instagram but that's it I have not seen anything else uh Tennessee is a good team but they're not a great team so that's where it kind of gets confusing but moving on to Zaire Williams at eight He's tough. Very tough. He's tough. Back I think he's it. like, I think he's the only person right now, like, or he's one of the only person in college, people in college basketball to have a triple double. Uh, you may be right. Um, he's averaging 13, six and three as on a, on a terrible team, uh, as a freshman, but he's only shooting 37% from the field and 32% from three. Yeah, he he's he's very raw, and the thing that bothers me about him is he's physically like weak. Like he is very right. scrawny, very little, very little, right. very little. So, um, and yeah, you said it perfectly. He, he's so inefficient as a shooter. Um, so that that those are big question marks. But as far as like on film, and when you look at him and you look at the way he plays, yeah, yeah. He, he's a top ten talent for sure. All right, next up to nine, your boy. I'm, I'm gonna let you let you have all the shine on this one. You you're an absolute fan of this man, Sharif Cooper. 
Dude, I mean, just look at what he's doing. He literally he reminds to. me of a Trey Young in college, like double double, twenty point, ten assist threat. Oh, and you gotta right you gotta remember he's only like two or one or two, maybe even three off of a triple double. He always has like nine rebounds, eight rebounds, seven rebounds, somewhere in that range. So he could very well be with Williams in in that. Yes, yes, he, he's he's a triple double threat. I could say, and he's six one. He's six one, so he's little. He's very little. Thanks. Now the biggest question mark for me is his shooting from the three point line. My God, he's seven for thirty four. So mm, um, I didn't that's know that. something. Yeah, that's <laughs> something that bothers. But the thing about it is that he makes up for it because he can get to the line. I don't know if you've True. ever even seen some games, oh, but I mean, course. he's getting to the rack at ease and he can get to the line, which he did in high school a lot too. I, I've obviously followed him for a long time, but he's a top five talent. I, I don't care what anybody says, like. Yes, he's six one. Yes, he struggles shoot with three ball, but I do not care. You at like look, <laughs> look at the look at look at Trey Young. Like Trey Young was six one. Yes, now the difference between him and Trey Young is Trey Young could shoot from half court and be very efficient. But the fact that he is averaging a triple double in I'm not triple a double double with twenty and ten in college at Auburn playing in the SEC, dude, top five talent. I don't care. Top five, no, without a doubt. Uh, he's definitely whoever gets him after the fifth the the five spot steal. 100%. Steve. Without a doubt. Now, where do they have him going? Uh, nine to sack. No, yeah, no. Yeah, why? Why? Tyrese and, <laughs> and De'Aaron Fox. Why? All right. Look, now, re- read me the teams who could use him. Uh, definitely, without a doubt. Uh, I hate to say it, but Chicago. Kobe White's good, but I mean, it's Kobe <sighs> White. Um, Washington, back up to Russ, could then take Russ's spot once his contract's over because that contract is giant. Detroit always can use a point guard. Always. Period. I like Killian Hayes, but still, Sharif is better. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, not really anybody. Uh, Minnesota's got one. Cleveland's got one. New York's got one. Orlando's got two. Um, OKC's got two. So, yeah. Yeah, never mind. Okay, so, yeah. It, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. Okay. I was just curious as to that. Now, number 10 is Corey Kispert, number one Gonzaga, second option behind Jalen Suggs. First 20-year-old to be drafted, and it's at the 10 spot. All these other guys, 19, 19, 18, about to be 19, 19, 18, 19, 18, about to be 19 again, 19, and Sharif is 19. Hmm. I don't so like he's a, he's, a so- he's a sophomore? Corey Kispert, yes. No, he's uh, he's about to – Wait, I actually hold on. I'll actually look real quick because I don't know. He is a oh he, yeah, twenty one years of age. He's got to be a junior then, unless he's just okay. So man, he uh, he'd be an old top ten pick. Yeah, <clears throat> no, he's a senior. Oh wow, wow, okay. first four yeah. year player mm-hmm. coming off the board. That's really shocking. It, it's it's because of Duncan Robinson. I'm going to tell you why. This kid is a 6'6 knockdown shooter in an offense of Gonzaga. And the reason why he's going top 10 is because if you look at Duncan Robinson, that is exactly what teams need nowadays. Joe Harris, that is exactly what teams need nowadays. So that is the only reason why he is a top 10 pick and at going to Charlotte, years old. Yeah, and going to Charlotte, perfect. Perfect. Perfect, mm-hmm. perfect fit, you know. Um, I like it a lot. Yeah, James Booknight goes uh, 11 to Atlanta. Moses Moody to Houston from Arkansas. I mean, Arkansas is a very underrated team. Let me just be the first to say that. Arkansas is a very, very underrated team. Uh, They they need height. If they can get height, they're going to do good in the the SEC tournament and in the regular tournament if they make it. 
Now, our first at 14, and we'll only do until 32, and then we'll kind of just pick and choose from there because really second second round doesn't really matter half the time. But Alperin, Sengun, Sengun, I don't know, from Besiktas. Now, you probably don't know who this is, do you? Uh, I have no Turkish idea. Turkish boy wonder is what they call him. Mm. Nick, this guy has averaged 20 points in the Turkish league, which actually was voted on a couple years ago as the second best league in the world, which I was very shocked at. But 20 points, two blocks, a steal, 10 rebounds, and two assists at the whopping age of 19 years old in the second best league in the world. Gracious. My gosh. Okay. Well, yeah. I didn't think he was doing like that. Shooting 14% from three. Well, hey, listen. (laughs) That's what you can work on when you get to the league. Okay. Well, yeah. He sounds like he's at least top 15. Yeah. And what's his his build? Like, what's his height, weight? 6'9. And he is, wait for, okay. They don't have anything else on them. Uh, Just 6'9 is all that says. Mm. Yeah. So he's lengthy. Yeah, he's very lengthy. Uh, it kind of troubles me. I think he can probably come in as a Draymond without a shot. Um, 6'9", 240. Whoa, 240. Good gosh. Okay, so he's got some weight to him. Oh, he's a <clears throat> chunky man. Yeah, chunky guy. Not going to lie. Mm. Only not 18 years old right now, but he'll be 19 during the draft. But uh, Isaiah Jackson from Kentucky. Can we just highlight for a second how bad Kentucky's been and how bad these players have been? It's once again, it's the Kentucky, like ever since I can't even remember the last team that they had that was decent. Uh, uh, the De'Aaron Fox team. Give me the either De'Aaron Fox or yeah, that's probably it, bro. It's, it's just it's once again, it's COVID played a big part in this because they weren't able to have a true preseason. But it's, it's the Kentucky thing like you bringing a five fresh high school seniors and say, Hey, like y'all are going to play against experienced college basketball players. It's just, it's not going to work as well as it would if you had generational talent, like a boogie, Mm -hmm. John wall, AD cat D book. It's not going to work because only one of these guys is going to turn out to be good. I guarantee it. And in my opinion, it's going to be BJ Boston. I, I, I think he's the only one out of the five. Yeah, no, I'm looking at it. So Jackson's averaging seven, uh, seven and seven, forty-eight percent shooting as a forward. He's six ten, so he's probably playing the fourth five. I don't. You like know the who big. he is, right? You know who he is, right? He's the guy from uh, Spire. He played yeah. with Lamelo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, I thought that only um, what's his name, Rocket Watts and Lamelo were the only good ones on that team. I understand. I understand Isaiah was there, but like those two stood out. He really didn't. Right. He was only relevant because of LaMelo. Yeah. Um, moving on, I, I don't like that pick. I don't think that he's top 15. I definitely think Not he slides. Uh, mm-hmm. Kai Jones from Texas, very good. Uh, going to Indiana. Usman Garuba, Real Madrid. Now, another talent that I just uh, – another outside international talent, I don't know why he's here. Let me restate that again. 17. Why what is, is he, he? Oh, let me just. He's a big six eight center, two hundred. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, hmm. I don't have his weight, but I don't need to say his weight. Six eight center, BS. Five points per game, five rebounds, 
one assist, one steal, and we'll just yeah. round it up to a block. What is going on? What is, okay, so apparently he's a defensive first prospect. That's why. Quick ah. feet, able to challenge shots. I, I don't care. I don't care. Why are you – Why? okay, that doesn't mean that he should be 17. You're not averaging five points a game and getting drafted in the first round. I'm sorry. No, you're not. Uh, <laughs> no. I don't know. I looked at it. I was like, okay, he's got to be nice. You know, I looked at the first guy from Turkey. I was like, okay, he's kind of nice. Yeah, he's solid. Look at this guy. I was like, Why? I don't know. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Cam Thomas, LSU goes to New York. Uh, they need a sh- they need backup shooting guard. So yeah, David Johnson from Louisville. Don't know much about him, but I'm sure the Warriors were going to turn him into a shooter anyway. Um, they need somebody to back up Steph. Franz Wagner. Now you know that you may know that name. His brother is actually Mo Wagner uh, of the Washington Wizards. This kid's nice. He is yeah. very nice, and he's going to OKC. That's I like. I like to pick. I like to pick. Honestly, I like to pick. Um, he is a two-way player too. I think. Oh, very I think much he, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're talking about his defense is really good. So, I mean, if it translates to the NBA, if if you could play defense, that's what people need nowadays, especially the Oklahoma City Thunder. I mean, yeah. Especially, I mean, they got they got one in Dort, and I mean, Shy's not terrible, but he's not a defensive guru. But right. outside of that, you don't got anybody else. You have nobody God, else. No. They're literally picking scraps. I mean, I literally see it on the waiver wire in fantasy. Isaiah Roby. Uh, I don't know the other guy. Al Horford sucks. Oh, um, uh, Basley's not terrible, but he's not. Oh, good. yeah, 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 yeah. Basley, but he, he can't play defense. He can't play right. Defense. Yeah. So, like, they're so, so very raw. At their forward position, they're really looking for anybody. And I really think that Franz will take that three small ball four spot. And whew, yes, perfect, perfect like spot. It. Jonathan Giddy didn't look from Adelaide. I don't know, uh, to be honest, or Jonathan. I said Josh Giddy, my fault. Josh Giddy. Marcus Bagley from Arizona State. Uh, John did just say – he told me one day, I believe, he was talking about uh, Marcus Bagley, that he was nice. But, obviously, Josh Christopher's taking that show. Uh, I don't know how he's ahead of Josh Christopher, who is two spots down to Denver. But there's too much. There's too many mouths to feed at Arizona State. I was watching them the other day. They have a lot of talent. They have a lot of talent. John seems to be to think the same way. And he thinks that if they get to the tournament, it could be lethal. They're one of the worst three point shooting teams, though. Yes, they are. Because it's because they play a lot of up and down. Like they play fast. So they're just looking to get layups, a lot of steals, a lot of quick offense. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that's I think that hindered Josh Christopher. I think that hindered him going to Arizona State. I guess it was great and all to go to you know where your brother or if I can't remember why he went there, but I think it's some family or something like that. Yeah, something like that. But I, I, don't I, don't I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't look like a good spot for him right now. I have to kind of disagree. I think that it was a good spot. He he's definitely getting a lot of shine. I see him a lot on on, on Instagram, a lot on Twitter. Um, yeah. He's definitely putting up the numbers. I. But I mean, I'll look him up just real quick. I, I didn't look it up because I really didn't think that. But the thing is, bro, he was a top ten talent coming out of high school, bro. Top and ten, and now he's barely grazing the first round. Now, but we also okay. So let me just say that Greg Brown is right after uh, Bagley. Greg Brown, very very good player, needs to develop on the offensive side a little bit more. Yes, basically yes, shooting, yes. but he is very much the catalyst the spark plug the the right person for shaka smart system in texas i watch a lot of texas obviously we're number six in the nation about to drop to probably 10 but greg brown just needs to he reminds me a lot of a jeremy grant 
whenever he first came in, mm, uh, mm. to be honest, um, without a shot like because Jeremy Grant didn't have a shot coming in. Uh, and where did he go to school at? Uh, Jeremy Grant went to Notre Dame. Yeah, oh, or was no. it Syracuse? I think that was his brother? That was yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. It was Syracuse. Okay, I couldn't remember which one went to Syracuse, mm-hmm. which one went to Notre Dame. But uh, yep. But yeah, no, um, no. I like that comparison a lot. I think that you know, like you and your dad were talking about on the stream. You know, Jeremy Grant goes out there, and like your dad said, he loves to watch that guy that really just hustles on offense and then comes right back and just kills it on defense. That's Jeremy Grant, and that's exactly what Greg Brown wants to do. So. Yeah, I, I think I think he just needs to find that offensive like confidence. I think right now y'all have a lot of miles to feed too in Texas, so it's like mm-hmm. it's like Greg Brown's like, okay, what do I do? All right, I'm just gonna play my role. So I think if he goes to a team and they develop him the right way, yeah, I like the Jeremy Grant comparison. Very true. Very very true. Uh, now, getting back to Josh Christopher, because he's next, but I just wanted to touch on Greg Brown because he was before. 15-5-2, shooting 44%, but only 32% from three. That was Josh Christopher's game in high school, though. Not mm. really the best shooter. Uh, you would just see those highlights. It's like I said with Jalen Green. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. That's his game is mid-range and attacking the basket. He's yeah. a big body. He's a big Very. body. I think he's 6'5", So he's, yeah. he's got a lot of weight to him and a lot of strength. Um, but I, I, I saw him play against Villanova at 28 on Villanova, which is a pretty good team. Yeah. So I've, I've seen flashes of it. It's, it's just, once again, at the NBA level, bro, you gotta be able to shoot the three ball consistently. You've got to, unless you are super, super dumb athletic. Like, you know, his rep, like he kind of reminds me of a bigger Tyrese Maxey. Maxi couldn't really yeah, shoot. I like it. I like that. I like that. Yep. Maxi couldn't really shoot. He was just a very attack heavy mid range, you know, jumper. And I think that if he could shoot, you know how valuable he would be to that, that uh, Sixers team right now. Mm-hmm. Nope. For sure. He just needs it, it. Once again, it's, it's tough because he has to slide in through Danny green and Seth Curry. So, but like whenever he got the time though, look what he's done. Mm-hmm. He had like 36 38. points. Yeah. 38 mm-hmm. points. Exactly. Like why yeah, are you tough. not trying to play him over Danny green mm-hmm. uh, in some, in some cases, I don't know. But um, moving on, Terrence Shannon from Texas Tech. You don't know Texas Tech. Uh, all their starters are pretty much solid. Um, BJ Boston. Yeah, that's, now, that's a guy I watched in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same facts. And me and you uh, were actually on this podcast talking about whenever he committed to Kentucky, we, we praised it. Like, we loved it. But he's not been hooping. No, 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 no. He's very, very inconsistent as a jump shooter. Um, he, he reminds me of B.I., and he looks like B.I., so that's why I got that comparison. I but can see that, yeah. Once again, it's it, it comes down, bro. It comes down to the program that you go to. When you go to Kentucky, you got to understand that if you're not playing at a consistent level, you're everybody fried. else on that team is going to try to eat as well because yeah. everybody wants to get a number one draft spot, all that. But mm-hmm. off pure raw talent from high school, this guy is a he's a top he's a top twenty talent, top twenty five for sure. Uh, Twelve points, five rebounds, one assist. Yeah, thirty seven percent and twenty one percent from three. Yeah, bro, that's that's very 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 bad, especially for a guy that was number two in the preseason mock draft. Yeah, um, he's definitely been a letdown. Uh, I still have faith in him. Very young kid, nineteen years old. Um, Dayron Sharp, North Carolina. I don't like it just because it's North Carolina. Nobody on the team's good. I'm about to say I, I only follow Caleb Love, but I, I don't even I, I don't really see much on him to give you a full analysis. 
that North Carolina team sucks. Did you know this was the first year that um uh that North Carolina and Duke have both been out of the top twenty five? And Kentucky. Oh, I did not know that. Wow, that's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. And Kentucky. Uh next, one of my personal favorites, Davion Mitchell from Baylor. I like it. I like oldest, it. I like him. If they draft if if everything goes like like this, oldest player in the first round, and he's twenty two years old. Mm. Davion Mitchell's a dog though. Can really cover the floor. He just needs to get better on defense. I like it. I like to. I like it a lot. I like him and Jared Butler. Oh yeah, Jared Butler. Well, I mean that. It's kind of hard not to like that whole Baylor team, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're dogs. They're, they're dogs. Those two. They're they're guards. Even their backups. It's very solid. Um, they're bigs. Yes. They always just have shot blocking bigs. That's all they're there for. Um, Jared Butler, like he said, was thirty. Uh, that wraps up the first round. Now, we're not going to go through the second round. You can definitely go look it up on ESPN. I will say it's ESPN Plus. So if you have ESPN Plus, please go sh- be sure to uh, check it out, uh, you know, just to give us your opinion. But we're going to highlight just a couple, uh, two, three, uh, that we just we just don't kind of believe in in the second round. Uh, do you have one or do you want me to go first? I mean, like ones that we feel like should go first round? Yeah, yeah, that should definitely. Uh, we don't know why they are in the second round. We don't know, uh, like, just they have every ability to be in the first round. Like I said, ahead of those guys, that that guy from freaking uh, uh, Spain, that yes. five points. Like they have the ability to be there uh, over. Like I said, uh, Dayron Sharp, Charles Bass from Western Kentucky. Like uh, 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 I don't know, just some just some other guys, but Josh Kitty from Adelaide, he can definitely fall out. But I think, um, I mean, we, we can talk on this one all day, but Luca Garza, I mean, it's, it's, it's not only his age that I see, cause I'm looking at it right now. It's not only his age that they're worried about, but you got to remember this league is transitioning into one where you have to be able to guard literally anybody. So they're saying that he's an average athlete at best. So it makes sense why right. he's in the second round, but goodness gracious, like I'm talking about automatic bucket. Once he gets on the block, yeah i mean he's the best one-on-one player back to the basket he can shoot the three that's not that's not a like you know that's not a question he can definitely shoot the three uh his defense is average i think that's maybe why he he fell so far but i mean come on i mean not even josh hart who was the wooden award winner who luca garza is gonna be the, the wooden award winner no doubt about it Josh Hart fell to the very last pick in the first round. Yep. I don't know why Luca Garza's 45 to the Spurs. I would love him at the Spurs. Don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining. But he doesn't he doesn't belong there. Another one that I thought was Keontae Johnson. Now he can't play. He's got an enlarged heart. Uh he's the the guy that you know collapsed on the court. Uh gladly he pulled through. Glad uh, thankfully he is uh now back um he's just out for the season because he's got an enlarged heart fell to the 40 spot to the knicks this is a guy right here that i mean sec player of the year last year predicted to be sec player of the year this year he's a guy that i could definitely see being a steal wherever he goes in the second round but he just i don't think that you should let him get to the second round i sure, think i think it's that health yeah like the lakers the clippers milwaukee like definitely, I would pull on that because you, y'all said it earlier. The Lakers don't have a track record of developing. This kid is already pretty much developed. You just have to fine tune him. 
So why yeah. not pull the trigger, you know? Yeah, I, I like to I like to pick. I think a lot of people just worry about that heart. That's that that worries a lot of people. And I'm sure it, that you know the the medical staffs uh, at the draft will will check him out. It'll sure. probably be everybody's number one concern. Uh, do you have another one? I don't know if he's on there. Hunter Dickinson. Hunter Dickinson. Hunter Dickinson. He's I'm... probably not on there because they're expecting him to return. But he's from Michigan, seven one. I, I don't know the I don't know the uh, weight on him, but he's a big. He's a traditional big man. Leads the team in points, rebounds, blocks, and field goal percentage. Holy cow! What? Oh my best god! Man, best freshman in the Big Ten. Seven two two fifty five. Yeah, so he's a traditional big man. Seven um, two. My and god. I think he ranks top ten in like national player of the year. Like. That's a Let me, yeah, let me look at his ESPN stats real quick. Um, 15, seven and one assist shooting 69% from the field. Yes, bro. He's a traditional big man. I watched some film on him the other day. Um, but I, I mean, he could be a one and done, but what I'm thinking of is, is the fact that there's a lot of like potential for him. So I think he stays a year or two and then develops as a shooter. Now I'm glad you, I'm glad you picked one that was off the, 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 you know, the chart because right. I think a lot of people forget that. Yes. You have Jalen green. Yes. You have uh, Deshaun Nix who is going now in their second round to Sacramento. Once again, why are you picking up? Why are you scheduling Sacramento to pick up two point guards whenever you already have two point, whatever. doesn't matter. Um, uh, Jonathan Kaminga, uh, Kai Soto. Kai Soto. That's a good one. It's a good one. He's now, young, very, very young. Very, very talented. Yes. And I think that he's going to have uh, – because, I mean, fortunately uh, for for him, I think, you know, the uh, Olympics got pushed back yeah. to, this, yeah. uh, to this year. He's playing for the Philippines. I don't know if you know that. He's playing for the Philippines. He's going to make some noise. That's what I'm saying. I think that once he plays for the Philippines, I think you're going to see a lot of Kai Soto on these later, uh, later first round, early second round picks because the kid's nice. Seven two can it is just really long. He was he had 16 points, 11 rebounds, and two blocks per game in the under 17 World Cup. Yeah, and, and I say Kristaps. I'm just calling it out. A oh, mini yeah. Chris Stapp. Yes. Because he is skilled. He's really skilled for 7-2. Uh, yeah. And his work is phenomenal. Um, I just – I want to see what he does. I think the Ignite plays soon, don't they? I'm about to say, I'm about to look up their schedule right now. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure they play soon because somebody – the G League put out that um, that they uh, – the G League put out that they were coming like a whole hype tape, basically, of their practice. Um, Anything on um, Isaiah Todd? You know, I wasn't a fan of him leaving uh, uh, Michigan. I really wasn't. I, I think he gets kind of overshadowed by Kuminga, uh, Jalen Green, Deshaun Nix, Kai Soto. Bro, they have Jarrett Jack, Amir Johnson, Bobby Brown – all on this team, that's going to be a stacked team. I mean, Amir Johnson and Jared Jack are just, I mean, got veterans. So is Bobby Brown. They're all 37, 33, 36, but. And then you mix them in with these young cats. Yep. 
led by led by Brian Shaw as a coach. Oh yeah, Brian, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Oh, and Brandon right. Ashley. I don't know if you know Brandon Ashley. He played for Arizona back in the day. He's twenty six years old. Okay. Um, they play next Wednesday. They play oh. against Jeremy Lin and the Santa Cruz Warriors. That's gonna be fun. Hmm. I'm definitely tuning in. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't Shaw. Shaw has thirteen years of coaching. He he was a coach for the Lakers, right? Mm, I think he's always been an assistant. I don't think he's ever been a head coach. Well, that's what I meant. Like, he's just oh, okay. on, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. staff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I definitely think that that's going to wrap up uh, what we got going on today. Uh, I appreciate everybody listening. Um, be sure to, like I said, tune into uh, YouTube. We're, we're going live on there all the time. Um, uh, be sure to hit us up on our socials, like you said in the, in the beginning of the, the episode, because we are also streaming on those because we have the ability to reach out to those, uh, I guess, platforms. But, Nick, any, any last words? No, sir. I appreciate you having me, Austin. I'll, uh, I'm looking to be on here more consistently. Obviously, on the YouTube, that's where I'm really at. But other than that, y'all stay blessed, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, without, uh, with that being said, uh, this has been another episode of the Fundamentally Sound Podcast. And, yeah, we'll see you later. Peace.